Let's talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. That's right. No more excuses. Get your lazy ass off the couch. Go start a podcast. There's the creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone with computer. Once again, no more excuses. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Could it be easier? Even better, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. They're paying us for this ad. Thank you very much, Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. This is The Dime, a 10-minute dive into the cannabis and hemp industry through trends, insights, predictions, and tangents. Good morning. This is the week of June 11th. As always, I've got my right hand, Kellen Finney, here with me. This is The Dime. This week, we're talking about the cannabis industry shutdowns. The cannabis industry has experienced cycles of supply shortage over the last two years, but the COVID-19 pandemic is a different beast. The world has yet to see the full ramifications of such a global supply shutdown. Since supply shortages have been seen before, why don't more cannabis businesses source from American-made suppliers? For example, American-made Vape is a company that produces vape cartridges sources of all their materials from U.S.-based companies, and all production happens within the U.S. Kellen, do you think more production companies will start opening up in the U.S.? No. I think the production companies out there will get bigger. There's a lot of moving parts when you're talking about production of these various products in the cannabis space. And because of the amount of moving parts that the companies that are already doing it right now have a huge head start in terms of generating efficiencies, lowering their bottom line, making it cost efficient. And I don't think that any company is going to be able to just kind of jump in and be able to catch up that quick. And just based on the investor pulse and a lot of people have been burned throwing a bunch of money at this space. I don't see like a second wave of producer processors coming in trying to like build the next large distribution processing facility. I see the current processors going out, raising additional capital on their success, growing and establishing themselves more of a a consolidation event. Well, I look at it like kind of like big tobacco, right? Like you only, there's only like three big tobacco companies in the United States. So I see it taking a really similar kind of line as tobacco did just from an agricultural product that has consumer facing access like that, like a branded agricultural product. What do you think, Brian? I think the idea of American made is, is always great in nature, but I think as a business owner and as someone who's evaluating supply chain, I think it all comes back down to cost. If China continues to operate with their low cost, people will always lean on that. Ultimately, all businesses would love to support the U.S. small business, but at the end of the day, you've got to support and help yourself. And I think cost is a major factor. And I think because of that, people will continue to lean on the Chinese-made products, even if they're lower cost, because they understand that they're lower cost and might be lower um, quality. But sometimes that's really critical to ensuring that your company is profitable. So I believe that there won't be as many U.S.-based companies. And if there are, the, the cost will be higher and, and people will probably tend to lean back towards the Chinese after the pandemic starts to slow down. Question two. With the spread of COVID-19 slowing down, businesses worldwide are reopening their doors. Have the supply shortages already started negatively impacting production in the cannabis industry? 
If not, when will these shortages become an issue? Shortages have affected the industry. I literally just had a conversation with Connor yesterday at Source uh, Colorado, which is a, a large distribution company in Colorado for everything cannabis related. But they are completely uh, sold out. And it is completely probably one of the most bullish markets uh, in cannabis period. Uh, Connor said it's been the best six weeks of his company's lifetime. The other thing too is that his company's unique. They stayed open. There's a lot of cultivation facilities that closed their doors because of COVID, right? And they were like, we don't want to risk it. And there's a lot of companies that closed their doors because of COVID. It's going to be hard for them to restart, regather their clientele, especially with companies that stayed open kind of filling that gap, right? And so I completely see a supply chain shortage because it's already there right now. I mean, prices continue to increase. He's getting record prices every single week for their products. So I don't see it getting any better and probably for another six months. And then you factor in the consolidation events, the um, companies that were living paycheck to paycheck and all of these other variables. And there's not like a quick fix for the supply chain at that point. It's literally prices are going to go up and the companies that are still producing are going to be the ones dictating the price. And as we all know that when you have a company that's able to dictate their price, price is going to go up. So that's kind of my prediction is that it's, it's going to be a while before it's going to get worse before it gets better within uh, the cannabis supply chain, at least. And what do you think, Brian? You think it's going to be better, worse? I think cannabis has had a great pandemic experience. They've utilized this time to be deemed essential, which is a huge step forward for the industry stigma. And I'm excited to see kind of the results of these increase in numbers. You've got earnings from Hexo and Truliev that are just absolutely crushing. Columbia Care, absolutely crushing. And I think as the, the industry continues to remove the stigmas and, and the numbers come out, I think from a supply chain standpoint, people will fill in the gaps. For example, the vape cartridges out in China, they'll work 24 seven until they catch up on their supply. Those guys work harder than anyone and the delays are indefinite, but they will work night and day in order to catch back up and make sure that they rework the supply chain so that there's efficiencies again. And in a new industry, there's gaps, especially when there's major technology companies that are not operating in this space, like the POS systems and the bankings and all these other obstacles. And I think as soon as federal legislation goes forward, these technology providers will come in and they'll already solve these missing gaps in the supply chain. So I think it's only a matter of time before these major players are in operating an efficient model. Yeah. And I think one other thing I want to just quickly add to that is that it's an agricultural product, right? Like it has to be grown, right? And so like increasing supply is really, really challenging to like have an ebb and flow um, as far as like it's got to be predictive and not reactionary because you have to wait a whole year to cultivate enough biomass to have a dent on the supply chain, right? And the only companies that have a capability of having a dent on the supply chain are outdoor cultivation facilities and they're doing one harvest a year, right? And so they can only plant so much and the licensing that they can plant and canopy space and all of these things factor heavily into being able to produce enough to fill a supply chain shortage. You know what I mean? And, and that's why price is huge going up. And 
we're even seeing the results of that huge freeze last year in Colorado that killed the largest outdoor farm in Colorado. So um, it's going to take a long time before these supply chains because it, you got to grow it, right? For more vape pens to be produced, they have to grow more cannabis, right? In order to grow more cannabis, you need more land, right? Or a larger indoor facility. So it, I just wanted to, to end, end the supply chain problems with that, that thought process that it is, it is a, a crop and it does have to grow, right? Like it's a plant. We can't just go turn the factory up to 11 and be like, hire 10 more people. It's like, no, you can hire more people to look at the plant grow. It doesn't make it grow any faster, you know? So Scott's miracle grow doesn't work like that. You can use miracle grow. It just, you just, then you can't smoke it. Oh, <laughs> can you just synthesize out the chemicals so that you don't have a problem? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Chemistry. All right, prediction time. What areas of the supply chain will never be the same after COVID? Um, the legacy market. I think COVID has instilled a fear in a lot of individuals that wasn't there prior. And with that fear, people are looking for safety. And I think a regulated market provides that safety that consumers are looking for in terms of, okay, now I know that someone was wearing gloves and a face mask when they took my cannabis out of this and put it into the container. Okay, now I know that they're doing X, Y, Z and I can go pick it up here. And so I think that the legacy market will never be the same. I think that the, the steps that the legal market took to A, declare it essential, B, curbside pickup, deliveries, implementing a lot of the, the rough technology that's out there that you were kind of referencing previously, Ryan, I think that that really is going to change the entire landscape. And people are going to be like, okay, like it's actually safer for me to go get my cannabis from a legal entity rather than my normal legacy market individual. So I think that's really really where the biggest change is going to happen. And I think that you're just going to see stronger and the way it's going to result in the market is you're just going to see stronger and stronger quarterly sales for the bigger companies. What about you, Brian? My thought might be unrealistic, but I think the dependency on suppliers, I think companies need to have an established supply chain where they've got backup vendors in cases of shutdowns in the future, because I think a lot of small businesses were absolutely murdered by complete closings of businesses for periods of time where they weren't able to receive shipments. And I think going forward, companies should have a contingency plan in case supplier X goes down, we've got supplier Y, and I think they should do that throughout the supply chain. I think that's uh, an effective worst case scenario disaster plan. And I think more companies in all industries should be effectively responsible in organization principles and making sure that they've got the proper protocols in place in case something like this happens again. I understand a pandemic hopefully is a once in a lifetime experience for the entire world. And unfortunately, my my perception is if something like this happens, there's a chance it could happen again and history tends to repeat itself. And I think all businesses should implement protocols to ensure that whatever sufferings happened in the last three months from whatever misses or shortages, they need to institute steps to ensure that those things are minimized and reduced going forward so that their businesses aren't jeopardized again as substantial. So that is the week of June 11th. Thanks everyone for listening. 
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.